Hey kids, can you guess what time it is? Movie time. Time to eat. I see a Bible and a donut. Yay! Devotions. That's right. Let's learn about God and spend some time in His Word. Welcome kids to Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles His love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that He loves. Jesus teaches to be just like you. Your words are true, so with Donuts and Devos, lead us to peace. With Donuts and Devos, with Donuts and Devos. Donuts and Devos lead us to Hello and welcome to Donuts and Devos, a devotional podcast just for kids, where we get connected to Jesus through God's Word. I'm Mary Faith, and I am super glad that you're here with us and that you're going to join us in our journey through the Bible. So each week, what we do is we look closely at a selected reading from the Bible, and my friends here join me and Pastor Glaze as we discover what God's Word means for us and for our lives. We even dive into those stories that maybe aren't as familiar to you. Kind of like where we are now as we move through the book of Joshua. We are going to skip a few chapters from our last reading and go to chapter 24 because there's a lot in between there that talks about how Israel split up the promised land and divided it amongst the people. Kind of boring. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it's not too much fun to talk about. But just know that that's what they did and now Israel is finally ready to settle down and live their lives. But how? That is the question we will be answering in our devotion today. Let's start off with prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our reading today is from Joshua chapter 24, beginning at verse 14. Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your father served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your fathers served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it is the Lord our God who brought us and our fathers up from the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, and who did those great signs in our sight and preserved us in all the way that we went, and among all the peoples through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out before us all the peoples, the Amorites who lived in the land. Therefore we also will serve the Lord, for he is our God. But Joshua said to the people, You are not able to serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. 
he will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, then he will turn and do you harm and consume you after having done you good. And the people said to Joshua, No, but we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said to the people, You are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen the Lord to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. He said, Then put away the foreign gods that are among you, and incline your heart to the Lord, the God of Israel. And the people said to Joshua, The Lord our God we will serve, and his voice we will obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day, and put in place statutes and rules for them at Shechem. And Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God. And he took a large stone, and set it up there under the terebinth that was by the sanctuary of the Lord. And Joshua said to all the people, Behold, this stone shall be a witness against us, for it has heard all the words of the Lord that he spoke to us. Therefore it shall be a witness against you, lest you deal falsely with your God. So Joshua sent the people away, every man to his inheritance. Who is Israel going to be? What do you mean? Yeah, aren't they God's people? Well, yes, of course they are. Then why are you asking? Who is Israel going to be? Yeah, Pastor Glaze always said they're God's chosen people. That's who they are. Oh, okay, now I understand what you're saying. Yes, Israel is God's chosen people, the people of the promise God made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. With God's help, they just conquered the promised land. Well, most of it. Remember, they didn't get the conquest completely finished. And they also made peace with the Hivites. And they didn't always follow all the instructions of the Lord. Without Joshua leading the people, it's a good possibility the people of Israel would have done whatever they wanted to do. But God has never failed them. Why would they do that? Yeah, God always fought for his people. He's always faithful to his promises. But God's people have a problem keeping their part. The Israelites received a warning at Jericho when Achan didn't devote everything to destruction, but took some of the spoil for himself. Then the Israelites quickly went to fight against Ai and were soundly defeated because Achan didn't obey the Lord. I remember that. It didn't end well for Achan and his family. No, it sure didn't. But was Achan an Israelite? Yes, he was an Israelite. But he broke the covenant. He disobeyed God and was punished for it. So Achan wasn't an Israelite? He was an Israelite by birth, but not by faith. Instead of living as God wanted him to, Achan chose to serve himself. God cannot tolerate his people serving anyone but him, especially after all he has done for his people, all he gives them, and all he promises them. Who is Israel going to be? Joshua, in his final recorded speech to the Israelites, well, he renews the Lord's covenant with the people at Shechem. He reminded the people what the Lord has done for them, how he chose Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and how he sent Moses and Aaron to bring his people out of Egypt. Who could forget that? The plagues and the Passover lamb and the Red Sea. I know, right? And Joshua goes on about the wilderness wanderings and their defeat of the kings of the Amorites and Moab and then Jericho and the other peoples of the land. 
everything the Lord has done for them that has brought them to this moment of rest in the promised land, Joshua goes over. God totally made them his people. And that's when Joshua pretty much asks them, now what? What are you going to do about all this now? Who are you going to be? Will you serve the Lord who has chosen you, made you his people, and has done all this for you? Or will you turn away from him and serve false gods and perish? That's a no-brainer. You would think so. So it's not that peop- the people had to choose God because he already cho- chose them. Right. Joshua is encouraging them to follow the Lord, continue to follow him, and don't turn your back on God who has done all this for you. The Israelites knew this was only logical, for who would anyone whom God has done all this for turn their back on him and follow false gods and become unbelievers? That's a good question. I have no answer for that. Well, there is an answer, and it's not a good one, and we'll discover that in the book of Judges, when we will eventually hear the phrase, everyone did what was right in his own eyes. Wait a second. That doesn't sound like God's people being God's people. You've got this figured out. The Israelites all agreed that they will not reject their name, their faith, or their Lord. Joshua warned them about the seriousness of their vow. If they forsake the Lord, he will turn on them because they rejected all the good he did for them. The Israelites insisted they will serve the Lord. And Joshua made sure they would remember their promises with the covenant of Shechem and a large stone set up as a reminder. Will the people remember? Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. He made sure his family never forgot the Lord. How do you think he did that? Praying together. Hearing God's word together. Serving the Lord. Remembering God's covenant and celebrating the Passover. Ooh, that's a good one. Yes, yes, all this and more. They followed the Lord's commands. Remain faithful, trusted in his promises, his mercy and grace, and live faithfully until their death. What about the rest of the people? Who are God's people going to be? Just what Joshua said. Any who reject the Lord will be consumed. They are not his people. But those who follow the Lord and serve him, believing in him, will live. Those are God's people. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, Joshua and Israel, Joshua and Israel, Vowed to serve you. Vowed to serve you. Help us also. Help us also. Serve you in all we do. Serve you in all we do. And remain faithful. And remain faithful. Throughout our lives. Throughout our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we have a piece of artwork in our home that I'm sure many of our listeners probably have in theirs. It's such a great saying and, well, actually, just calling it a saying is kind of trivializing it. These are Joshua's own words when he said, As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Oh yeah, 
We have that in our home. It's a great reminder, isn't it? When we look at those words to remember whose we are and who we are. What does that mean? Well, we are people of God. He's called us to be His people through the gospel of Jesus, giving us His Spirit, giving us faith, making us pleasing to Him for the sake of Jesus, and strengthening us to follow His ways. He's faithful to us. You are His own child. I serve the Lord. That's what Christian parents pray and hope for their children, giving encouragement and teaching God's word. But what about when I do wrong and sin? Does that mean I'm not the Lord's anymore? Far from it. We're all sinful. We're going to break God's law, sadly. But Jesus has kept the covenant of God for all of Israel, for all of us, for we all have broken His law. Jesus walked in the ways of the Lord, never sinning, faithful in all things. On the cross, he still chose to follow the Lord's command, rather than any desires he had to avoid suffering. By his blood, he forgives our sins. As his chosen people, you are always his people. Though we try not to do wrong, not to sin, for the sake of Christ Jesus, we are always forgiven, so long as we do not turn from faith in Christ to follow other gods. So that sign we have in the hall. That's a quote from Joshua. Yep, and we always hope that you, our dear baptized children of God, would daily read that and remember that God has made you His own, and you live as a child of God. I love the words in our memory verse today because they truly are words that we can hide in our heart and say to ourselves daily, especially when sin might lead us away from the Lord. It's from Joshua chapter 14 and is such a wonderful command for us. It was the very first verse that we read today. Joshua 24:14. Now therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and faithfulness. Sing with the boys.
As we continue to go through our week, I pray that these words ring through your hearts and you find yourself singing them throughout the rest of your day as that reminder to serve the Lord in sincerity and faithfulness. Be that family like Joshua that will serve the Lord. And that wraps it up for our devotion this week. Once again, thank you so much to the Van Strudel family for offering their musical talents and leading us in our memory verse today. We welcome you to join us again next week as we move into a different time period for the Israelites and see where they take us. I'm Mary Faith, and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next time.